Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, and let's now welcome on the line the president of the South African Football Association, Dr. Denis Jordan. Uh, welcome, President. Uh, thank you for speaking to us on SAFM, and uh, Happy New Year to you, sir. Happy New Year to you, too. We hope 2022 is going to be good for you. Yes, we, we hope so, too. We hope so, too, for our football also. But not a great ending to 2021. Um, uh, President, what was your initial reaction when you heard about the Archers passing? Well, you know, the Archers been fixed for some time, but uh, death always comes as a shock uh, because you never know. And uh, it came as a, as a big shock. We were still in the throes of uh, packing away the Christmas, and then we we got the message that the arch is no more. A fairly a sad day for all of us. Yes, and I know when people think South and the arch, they'll think firstly or they'll fast track to thinking to 2020, 2010 FIFA World Cup. But I'm sure you come a long way with him, President. Do you remember your first encounter with the late Archbishop, and what struck you the most about him? Now, look. Our Archbishop was uh, in the South African Council of Churches. Uh, and, you know, in the days of the struggle, uh, you didn't run to the police station. Uh, if there were any issues in the community, any support you needed, you went to the Council of Churches. And, of course, uh, through the years, uh, the Archbishop was just consistent uh, in his stance against uh, apartheid. Uh, as a crime against humanity, and always put the people first. And uh, whether it was the, the ANC later, uh, where he felt there was injustice and the people's concerns were not taken care of, uh, he was very vocal. So uh, it was just wonderful to see uh, such a man over all the years uh, being consistent, being the voice of uh, the poor and of the marginalized people, uh, and a voice for all those who believe in justice. And and during this time, especially during those dark days of apartheid, President Dr. Um, Jenny Jordan, how much impact did his voice hold um, around the world when he was in the forefront of, of not having the sporting teams? I remember during the Rebel Tour, he was also against it. Did his voice carry a lot of weight around the world at the time? Yeah. Absolutely, you know, there were two issues uh, to try and weaken apartheid with uh, the isolation of apartheid sport, that there must be no international matches, and then disinvestment. Of course, for many people it was uh, unpopular, but uh, he was very strong and consistent that uh, the people's interest was not served by continuation of investment in apartheid regime just give them more money to buy more guns and oppression. And then uh, he needed uh, sports teams to represent everybody in the country and not just a few. Uh, And so it was wonderful to see him right through that process and up to the stage where we now became members of CAF and FIFA and we took a decision to to make a bid for the host of the World Cup, of course, it was 100 years later, no African team has ever, a country has ever hosted the World Cup. And that is something that resonated with him, and he was uh, fully on board to support that effort. 
And talking about that World Cup, we did manage to pull a clip here, an interview that the Arch did with the SABC back at the time. Let's just play a little bit of it. We are talking to SAFA President Dr. Danny Jordan, as we remember the Arch's contribution to sport. It was a fantastic, sleek, efficient, prof- I mean, professional presentation. I was very impressed. And I will be very, very, very surprised if we don't get the bid. I mean, I... <laughs> I'll say there's something wrong upstairs. The 2010 FIFA World Cup will be organized in South Africa. I'm over the moon uh, and celebrate and congratulate the bead company, uh, Danny Jordan, and all of those who have done a superlative job of work. Uh, we send our sympathies to those who have not won and say better luck next time. But Woohoo! That was the arch there um, expressing his delighted South Africa being awarded uh, the rights to host the 2010 uh, FIFA World Cup. And his support was huge during that time, President. I know a lot of focus was on President Nelson Mandela at the time, uh, but, but, but I mean, the arch played a huge role, as you've just said. Yeah, absolutely. The arch, look, um, to have both of them, uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu uh, was there. Uh, and Madiba was there. And you could not get two bigger personalities in the world of, of sport or politics or anywhere. Uh, it's just a dream for the world to, to see these two giants uh, together in the same hall. And everybody wanted to touch them, take pictures with them, uh, speak to them. And I think that uh, sometimes when people are not around, they don't appreciate their presence and the impact that they have on people. Uh, so, yes, I think uh, the two of them, uh, if we did not have them, uh, we'd not have received uh, the yes to, to host the World Cup. They were just uh, tremendous uh, in, in, in making sure that that World Cup, Africa's first, come to South Africa. Mm. And, and in the SAFA statement, you, you refer to him as the Reserve Mandela, but you also talk about um, when, when Madiba was not able to join the bid committee for a trip to the Caribbean. You had to call on the arch there who accepted. What's the backstory there? Yeah, no, you know, <laughs> it was uh, two or three occasions where Madiba couldn't make it, mm. and uh, we had to ask him. Now, in this case, we were in the Caribbean, when, you know, we went uh, to the Caribbean countries because obviously uh, they supported us. And um, Madiba could not make it. He had to fly home uh, because he, his wife had died. And when he came back, uh, we had to phone Archbishop Tutu. And I said to him, Arch, um, he was in New York at the time. He was receiving an award. And I said, we need you in... Uh, yeah, in Granada, St. George, Granada. 
because Madiba cannot make it. Uh, that's when he said, oh, I am the reserve Mandela. And, of course, he laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yes, in football, we do have reserves. When we call you off the bench, you must play, but you are equally as important as the guy <laughs> that you replace. So, um, and, you know, <clears throat> when he landed there, everybody, because those islands are very religious people also, so the, uh, the, the arch made a huge impression on them. I can remember we were having lunch, and, and uh, two young girls came to him and asked him in a confused manner to say, uh, Arch, are we Africans? And, of course, he said, oh, my child, you are Africans. You are created in the image of God. And, you know, you saw the smile on their faces uh, because... If the art says they are Africans, they are Africans. It's almost that they have discovered their identity, you know, that they were searching for their identity. And uh, all over when he went to the island, he was just uh, had a magical influence and impact on the people in the street. Uh, so he was a special, special person. Of course, also on the concert. Madiba couldn't come to the concert, yes. and um, the arch came, and uh, they had to write a speech for him. And they were starting to get it onto the autocue and, and the time, you know, because the, the concert was televised live. So, you mm -hmm. know, in live broadcast, you have to stick strictly to the time countdown. And we said, Arch, uh, leave that speech now, leave the autocue, just go and speak. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the best thing when he went to speak there to say, we are all Africans. Uh, I can't believe it. Am I dreaming waking me up? And he got the people in stitches, and I think he set the scene for, for that concert. And even if uh, we had some of the biggest stars in the world of music, uh, people still refer to what he said. And again, they repeated, we are all Africans. Welcome to our country, we are all Africans. Um, so I was happy that he went to speak off the cuff and just said whatever came to his mind rather than go and read his, read his speech. Uh, and again, I think he, he set the stage because the next day was the opening ceremony. Mm. And again, Madiba was not uh, at the opening ceremony, opening match. But... Uh, the arch was there, singing the anthem, uh, supporting Bafana and uh, the Shabalala go. Uh, you had to see him, and of course, just next to him sat uh, Joe Biden, who is now the prince of uh, the president of the United States, yeah. was also at FNB, and he had a wonderful time with with the arch. So uh, he just brought special energy uh, in, into. Uh, yeah, those who came to to celebrate the World Cup with us. Yeah. And and um, President, then how 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 do you think the arch should be remembered, and what do you make just of the tributes that have poured in from around the world since his departure? Uh, you know, um, it, it's it's strange that it's only on people's death that uh, the world and people in our country 
express their true feelings and you get uh, the clear understanding of what this individual uh, meant uh, to the people of the country and the people of the world, and of course the African continent. And uh, I, I think it is not just for me to, to uh, say off the cuff how we should be, remem- uh, be remembering uh, Archbishop Tutu, because remember, for the time that Madiba was in jail, it was him who ran throughout the world and kept uh, the struggle and the spirit of no surrender alive. And you, you saw uh, Archbishop, he never compromised. He was consistent, and and that is a spirit that uh, characterized both his contribution and his life. And the fact that he was an Archbishop and and that he always would uh, quote from the Bible and uh, speak to God about his issues, made him a special uh, character. I spoke the other day to say well, the Germans invited him mm. to their draw of the German World Cup in 2006. And we were on the plane, and of course, um, we were on the upper deck. And the first thing that he did, he put his uh, luggage down, and he went down on his knees, and he prayed there on, uh, next to his seat. And, you know, people come in the plane, and they start putting their, their luggage in the, in the bin and make noise, and, and happy to see what it was quiet. It, all those Germans kept quiet until mm. the arch finished his prayer, and they then took their cases and put it away. <laughs> um, and you just see the respect and the awe that this man's presence generated to everybody in 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 the world. And uh, yeah, it it was just wonderful to have the to have had the opportunity to travel with him uh, uh, to Zurich for the for the final presentation uh, to the Caribbean. Uh, to be at a concert with him, and uh, to be there at the final decision mm. and the opening concert, and and it was just wonderful. And and him, uh, yes. And I wanted to say he was also honoured by FC Twente, a football club in the Netherlands. I didn't know that. I only saw it um, during his passing that he was actually an honorary member of FC Twente from 2012. And he even has a jersey there. There's even pictures of him at the stadium um, in Holland in watching the Eredivisie game. So they really held him in high regard in Holland at FC Twente. Yes, uh, he, he loved sport. He, uh, well... At the primary school, he was a rugby player, but he loved all sports. He supported uh, the Springboks when they won in '95. Of course, those were the '95. The Springboks won the World Cup, and in '96, uh, Bafana won the African Cup of Nations. And uh, uh, both Madiba and 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 the Arch uh, had an impact on all of those players. Uh, you ask the players, they mentioned those two individuals first. Mm. They won't mention their coach and and, and yeah after after they mentioned <laughs> the impact of of Madiba and and uh, Bishop Tutu, mm. well they start okay uh, we had a coach also we had 
a manager, we had anybody else, but uh, they were just uh, true patriots and wonderful servants of this country at the time when I think the country really needed uh, these two individuals. And finally, President, there was a voice note asking which team he supports. Would you be aware of which team the Arch supported? No, I would never ask him that. <laughs> uh, that that is well, look. He supported uh, South African teams. As I said rugby, cricket. He was at the, at every cricket test. The Arch was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, football. He was there okay. supporting. He attended so many matches in the World Cup. And uh, as I say, Archer is just uh, a magical glow and an impact when he walked, whether it's on a plane, a train, a, a hall, a stadium, wherever he walked in. He immediately announced his presence mm. by greeting people, hugging them, uh, smiling, laughing. And he had a wonderful laugh. Uh, an infectious love. So, if if he's in in any place, you will not uh, wonder whether he was there. Not. No, when he walks in, you will know the arch is around. Uh, he was just a special human being. Okay. And of course, uh, we must never forget their contribution and never forget them. And we should remember and build uh, the next generation on the the principles. Uh, of these two examples that we have in our country. Okay, wonderful. President Dr. Denny Jadan, thank you very much for speaking to us here on SAFM. We are now also looking forward to AFCON, by the way. Will you be going into to, to Cameroon and is it all systems go now, President? Because I know in Europe they've been doubting whether AFCON will, will go ahead or not. Yeah, no, I'm going on the 6th. Uh, I'm going to, to Cameroon. I will be there for the AFCON. Uh, no, I, I think uh, I have no uh, doubt that the AFCON must continue. Of course, you have the consistent problem now, the release of players. And in this case, uh, as most of the, the best players are playing for clubs in Europe, uh, they were not keen. I just saw uh, a Manchester City playing and uh, mm. African players there who must mm. be released to go. Uh, and that is the problem. And uh, so they were pushing that the uh, AFCON must be postponed, must be rescheduled, and uh, they are not going to release the players. But uh, it's something that must be addressed in world football, that we cannot uh, have a situation where the strength of our team dependent, is dependent upon whether or not a club in Europe is going to release our players. Um, so I am happy that it's going to go ahead and that uh, the president of CAF was very strong, uh, uh, Dr. Mazepe, to say we're going to play and uh, the tournament will continue. Of course, uh, he won many friends, but also made a few enemies because uh, people were convinced that the tournament was going to be cancelled. But uh, it's not fair for Cameroon. They have invested in stadiums, in in roads, in in preparation of, of this tournament. And now, a few days before, you want to call it off because the clubs in Europe are saying they're not going to give you the players. Uh, and one cannot support that. So I think a great credit to the president of CAF who stood his ground on this one. 
Wonderful. Thank you for joining us, uh, President, and uh, all the best in the new year. Thank you very much, and uh, all the best for you, too. Thank you, sir. That is the president of the South African Football Association, uh, Dr. Denny Jordan. They're speaking to us about uh, the late Archbishop Desmond Tutu and his contribution to sport. And maybe later on in the week, we'll bring on more voices also. There's another voice we wanted to bring this evening. We were not able to, so maybe we can move that to tomorrow just to highlight highlight his immense contribution to sport, um, Archbishop Desmond Tutu. That's how some of us got to know him and that's how some of us will uh, remember him. And also thank you to Coach 